Thank you for joining us again, listeners. Welcome back to 801 Horror Cult. Today, Kira and I are welcoming a special guest. It is True St. James from fellow podcast Therati. Hi, True St. James. Hello, Merry Postmortem. <laughs> And as always, we have Miss Anti-Pants. I'm just the, the quiet one giggling. I, I, I was going to say, come on, cousin, get it together. <laughs> yes, uh, Tracy James and Miss Anti-Pants happen to be cousins. Dun, dun, dun. We, we are, we, we would technically, we would technically be, um, well, I mean, we would technically be, I, okay, so our fathers um, were half-brothers. So I, I guess first cousins, first first ish. We'll go first ish. We'll just first ish. I, like I like it. So you're still cousins because it adjacent, really, yeah, yeah, first adjacent, adjacent cousins. I like that. I like it. But the whole first order and second order I found out is totally bizarre because it's about actual order of children. So like I had three cousins on my aunt's side, so it's like one, two, and three. So my first, second, and third cousin. It's really bizarre. And then what's the once removed? Is it like, you know, like a step out? It's when you get married or it's like the next generation. So like the cousins I have that are children of my cousins, that's once removed. What jack wagon? (laughs) That's so confusing. Sat down and came up with this. This sounds like the fucking Dewey Decibel system. I'm just saying. (laughs) But apparently it was really big in like the Edwardian and Victorian era because you had to properly introduce people that you were associated with. And of course you were associated with your family mostly. With all of the inbreeding, you also needed to know. You also needed to know which cousin you were going to fuck first. Exactly. Which cousin you could still successfully breed with before your children didn't have limbs <laughs> i don't know if you have two oh limbs God. you're fine <laughs> you know when when um we came up with this idea for me to guest host i i i was aware you know of the 801 horror occults group and you know the podcast uh-huh. and, but i was not quite sure that we were gonna have conversations that i felt like i was you know just gonna shoot straight to the bowels of hell <laughs> never We'd never let you go alone. We're talking about inbreeding royals, and I've already said fuck like four times. And we just this started. Is fabulous. <laughs> I know. We're People like five minutes it. in. Yep. <laughs> we are that good. People love the, the audacity and the humor. And am I supposed to take this serious or not? I'm. Um, you know, uh, my reputation in drag has always been, um, I, I loved, uh, uh, a friend of mine in Seattle, um, drag queen Donatella House. She, uh, always referred to me as body, mm-hmm. B-A-W-D-Y. Like, and I was like, bitch, are you calling me mouthy? What'd you just call me? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if any of your listeners have, um, yeah, um, seen drag. Um, I know actually I, I was listening Oh, you do? Uh-huh. There's a, there's... Oh, my God. Here I am acting like, oh, my God, just because you're in Utah, you're in the sticks. Oh, like, no, you're oh, totally you do? fine. Like that, I'm sorry. That was <laughs> because it's, it's there, but it's only there if you're a part of the underground scene. It's so true. If you're into, like, goth, metal, punk, whatever, then you know about the drag queens. But if you're a regular white-collar, blue-collar Utah, you don't. Yeah. Or so you at least ignore it. It's like 50-50. Like, yeah. us personally do, but there are definitely people out there that... I haven't been experienced in the couture of drag and the so, culture. 
Uh, um, so a little a little while ago, I was listening to your podcast about clowns, um, <laughs> and and Kira, because you're so fucking um, freaked out by clowns, I'm just curious if like, you have an issue with drag queens. Because, no, I mean we we are we are really fucking clowns. Anybody that takes it too seriously, it's it's, it's true. Fucking, you know, ridiculous in my brain. <laughs> no, I have loved the whole culture forever. Besides, I can't and do makeup like that at all. <laughs> oh, sweetie, anybody with with a mirror and some, <laughs> yeah, palette and and YouTube. That's yeah. <laughs> you have to have YouTube too. You can't just YouTube is important. YouTube. <laughs> I'm telling you, I yeah, my makeup game stepped up in the past. Um, I would say ten years, just just because of uh, tutorials on on YouTube. Yeah. So and and Mary, I was hoping that you would do your um your Christian Bale, <laughs> oh, my with, 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 with the list um, impression again because that I I I was I was eating when I was listening and that was a big mistake because I shot rice clean across my table. I'm so happy it was rice. Like it, out of all the foods that could projectile out of a person's mouth, rice is. I don't know, yes, it was. So yes, it was. It, it was absolutely hilarious, and so I was just wondering if you could do that for me. I, I will do it again. I think I'm going to wait a little bit for our silver fox, so I can really get into it. But I would okay. love to do it for you again. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, drag queen stuff. Do you have any questions before we we get into the the nitty gritty? I want to know how long you've been doing it, and what what it was that prompted you or gave you passion to to want to pursue. Sorry, pursue it. <laughs> Um, you know, honestly, so I've been doing it for 20 years. Um, you know, if I was to go under RuPaul's Drag Race, some of the young little whippersnappers would call me <laughs> Mother Dust. Okay. <laughs> and I would probably probably body slam them onto table because in heels, I'm six foot four. Um, oh, I would love to see that. <laughs> I, I, I like to consider myself a, a skyscraper. Um, I don't know. And honestly, it was, you know, I was always into theatrical makeup. I loved horror stuff when I was a kid. I always mm-hmm. did, you know, even, you know, I, I think it's really interesting that people really get into, you know, um, scary things and, you know, um, horror movies and, you know, thrillers and sci-fi this time of year. And I'm like, bitch, I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I watch Lost Boys like on Thanksgiving, like, you <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> and for every me, day is Halloween, right? <laughs> And for me, drag is artistry. I love the it fact is. that I can um, I can block out my eyebrows and depending on what I'm listening to and what my mood is and what the songs I'm going to do, um, what, you know, what I'm going to paint on my canvas. And I, I just absolutely love it. And I also, um, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, fuck Toot it. Um, <laughs> I... I sing live. So I really, really like to get into the character and, you know, really, you know, when I'm singing, I like to, you know, really, you know, give, give the audience a show. So, so, so when you I have a that. song in particular <laughs> that you want to do for a show or a performance or whatever the case may be, do you match your costume or your makeup to what you're singing or to that artist? Yes. Well, I mean, so I don't do... Um, I do True St. James doing, but da, 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 da. I don't do celebrity impressions um, mm-hmm. just because I, I'm kind of built. I've got broad shoulders. I, you know, I'm kind of built like a fucking linebacker. So, Me too. Um, <laughs> and I just, so I'm, I'm not one of those little petite bitches. So, I mean, and the thing is, you know, with padding and stuff, I mean, um, you can, um, 
uh, even things out and kind of, you know, make your frame look smaller. And, um, you know, like when RuPaul comes out, um, you know, she always holds her hands a certain way and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and the rule of thumb is, um, you know, you always have a large, a very, very large glass to drink out of because it Mm. makes your hand look smaller. (laughs) I love it. I need to do that. I got banana hands for a lady. (laughs) Wide palms myself. Let's, let's see who's got the bigger hands here, Mary. Hold on. My hand's kind of sweaty. Clammy hands or banana hands. hands. Yours is actually bigger. I win. I'm banana hands. I'm surprised. You're like, <laughs> like the second woman I've met in my life that has white hands like myself. I have giant hands that have no circulation. I'm cold like a dead person. Yeah, same. Now you're, you're, say, oh, your then, hands then, you're then you're on the right podcast. I know. <laughs> so I have a question. What, 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 what do they say? Cold, cold hands, warm heart. That's what my grandmother used to say. Well, she is a smart woman. I agree. Don't you people Mine know that though? Down to an ember. My heart is is there, but not there. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question, Carol? Okay. I want to know. So, I want to know what's your favorite kind of eyebrows to do? Because there's all kinds. This is a great. Um, you know, honestly, um, I like. I, I mean, are you are you referring to drag eyebrow? Or are you are you referring yeah, to drag like, eyebrow? Yeah. Um, I like. Um, I can't, okay, so when I was a kid, I always um, liked the villainous mm-hmm. characters and everything. I always, I don't know, I kind of related. Um, there was kind of an empathy and a sympathy for them. And I, and I just kind of understood like why they were being evil. Um, so, and, and I'm, not, um, I'm not a smiley person out of drag. I mean, I, mean I, I laugh a lot and stuff, but I don't like to take smiley photos. I always like to take that sultry. Now, now Me for the too. record listeners, for the record <laughs> listeners, I'm not talking about that duck fucking lip shit that the Kardashians do. I'm talking about a sultry 1950s, you know, like, you know, pout, a little pout, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like Betty Davis, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of giving you that. Um, So I like the eyebrows that pitch up and kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. um, give you Mm -hmm. that, you know, like one raised eyebrow, like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Love it. Yes, like Mae West, kind of like you know that. Whole yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Yes. I love Mae West. She's so underrated. She is. Who is your top inspiration? Well, um, you know when it when it comes to the uh, drag queens that you know came before, um, or you know like Miss Coco Peru is absolutely hilarious. Um, I, I would say my ultimate favorite drag queen on the planet is Bianca Del Rio. Mm-hmm. and um she won season six of rupaul's drag race and mm-hmm. you know she's based she's an insult comic i mean you know and i i came from the days of irreverency when um you know um there was joan rivers and you know i mean joan rivers yeah. was i mean an extreme idol for me and i mean you know that bitch would show up to the opening of an envelope if there was a paycheck it's mm-hmm. <laughs> so true so i love i love the fact that you know and and she always said things that made people nervous and made people think and i specifically think because i was born and raised um on a barley farm in southern colorado and i firmly believe that i was put on this planet to make people a little nervous and i and i think i've like done a good job i love it this yeah. is why we're related <laughs> and this is clearly why kara wanted you to be a guest uh-huh. i i feel what you're about i love it i'm eating it up so, are, so we talk about some spooky shit? Hell yeah. 
Yes, absolutely. And I like that you brought that up because today's subject matter is the white lady of Latuta, whom I'm going to dub the Bula of Latuta. So I, I'm not, I'm not from Utah. I'm not from Utah. Okay. Not. And I, so, so where, okay. Latuta and Spring Canyon. Okay. So Latuta was the city that um, this all took place in and it happened in Spring Canyon off of Spring Canyon road. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And how far is that from Salt Lake? So it's going to be in the rural area. It's Latuta's in Carver Camp County and it's probably going to be an hour to two hours away from Salt Lake. But interestingly <laughs> enough, it is north of Emory County. So now we're down in the sticky sticks where my can is from. Oh, shit. <laughs> down in the minor towns. So, Kira. I, I love the fact you said can. I love it. <laughs> I don't think people quite understand when I say it, but I'm really into the words that nobody uses anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also, um, I really, really um, hope that um, some banjo can be played in there as well. Like, <laughs> of course. Most, like, ding, 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 ding. We're getting in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> you hearing that, Zach? Yeehaw! We need, <laughs> we need more we banjo. When I do sticky <laughs> stuff, the cowbell, we need more banjo. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I did sit on a tack. It might as well have been. It's true. It was a mustache tack she sat on. It was the it was the worst mustache ride ever. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Aren't you glad you joined us? <laughs> I am. This is this is really really fun. Um, you know, like okay. First of all, I googled the White Lady of Latuta, and I mean, there's a bunch of shit. And I will tell you, I sat, I sat here, um, and I watched uh, the documentary, and then I also like made notes um, of, and I read like I don't know, like seven or eight articles. And um, you know, it's it's really interesting that none of them, <laughs> none of them were exactly the same. I so know. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really intrigued <laughs> to find out like what you have heard growing up in in Utah. And, you know, all of the things. So this episode was listener suggested. Mm-hmm. So I actually didn't know anything about it. I didn't either. Okay. It's like new to all of us. <laughs> okay. That being said, when I was growing up, there was a legend that was similar to this. Only it took place on Capitol Hill or Memory Grove area. And it was, um, let me see if I can find it on Google. But there's another woman who... In Memory Grove, she got hit walking across the road to her wedding reception, and her ghost haunts Memory Grove and Capitol Hill, which is almost adjacent to Memory Grove in Salt Lake. And so I remember getting a group of my friends together when I was just out of high school and I had my first car and like going up the road on Capitol Hill and trying to flash your lights to summon her so she'd walk across the road. We, of course, didn't see her. My car started acting weird, but that may have been because I didn't know how to drive So, in Memory Grove, there's a thing that your car will act weird and go in reverse of what it's supposed to. Oh, yeah. So that was on Gravity Hill for the Capitol. Isn't that by... Uh, yeah, they're adjacent. Oh, maybe that's where I meshed yeah. it up. But see, these are... Oh, the, I don't fucking know. Well, these are the <laughs> legends that we grew up with here in Salt Lake. With the white lady of Latuta, I think that might just be more central Utah, as opposed to where we are in the Salt Lake area and more towards the north of the state. Yeah. Well, I mean, Latuta is a, a mining town. It's a ghost town now, anyways. It is, yeah. 
So it's it's physically still there. It's yeah. yeah. You can YouTube videos. It's definitely a ghost town. There's just remnants of buildings now. Um, it actually everyone moved away because there was a really bad um, rock slide, so that most of town was destroyed. So it's just remnants all over now. Oh, it reminds me of Whistle Stop and fried green tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually quite a few bare bones mining towns in utah there's mm-hmm. like a whole list you can find um i think it's in inyourstate.com but there's a whole list of ghost towns you can find and they're all mining towns that were eventually abandoned because of course you go wherever the rocks are in terms of like minerals you can mine so as soon as the mine started collapsing or becoming unstable or stopped bearing coal or whatever they were mining they just shipped out and then it was never used again because it's in the middle of the fucking desert where you can't do anything I always love I always love to go to um old, you know, um towns that are falling apart and stuff and, and just kind of like picture like what, you know, was going on at the time. And, Me too. And um well and also, I mean, you know, since um I have the gift and you know, I kind of dabble in um the psychic medium stuff. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. my family, you know, um uh my like my immediate family were um definitely fly paper for ghosts. So I would I'd love to go and like see if I can, you know, sense things and and you know that kind of stuff so when i don't know go- I, lo- I love the spooky book option anyway yeah when you go to a place like that do you feel the residual uh residual energy because yes I, okay because i have the same like i'm an empath and i have a sixth sense as well um and i get that too like you can almost it's almost palpable with some places where it feels really heavy um especially if there was a tragedy and there was mm-hmm. some and and there's and there's that um i mean it's almost like a resin like you Mm -hmm. know somebody you know smoking you know a bong i mean you know there's just there's gonna be i don't know why the fuck i use like i I don't i don't even smoke weed yeah so i mean it's it's like there's there's like a psychic residue and Mm -hmm. honestly i i'm a firm believer that anytime there's a tragedy and somebody goes so quickly and they feel like they have unfinished business that they haven't crossed over so i mean you know and and I, and, um, you know, in my experience, um, you know, some spirits, you know, coming through, um, it takes them a lot of energy and a lot of work yes. to figure out how to, you know, manifest and communicate. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Totally. All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> buckle up because later on, you'll know why I said buckle up. It's part two of what the white lady could be from. All right. So Latuda is a mining town, now a ghost town, in Carbon County, which we covered that by right outside of Helper. It was founded in 1910. Well, I found one that said 1914 and the other one said 1910. So it was somewhere in that region, <laughs> that region of time. So Latuda originally was called Liberty, but they changed it because there were too many towns called Liberty. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I'm... This is like an Easter egg you found. I know. It was weird how I stumbled across this one. <laughs> I was like, wow. Thank God, what did we do before Google? <laughs> right? Dude, I we guessed. No, my parents had a full encyclopedia list. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> no, you just make up stories because it sounds really cool. Well, now you know why I have such antiquated vocabulary. Encyclopedias. <laughs> my brain just likes to stop working, especially the older I get. I'm like insert knowledge here 
Sweetie, you're ain't that old yet. I feel like I'm 90. What is going to happen to you by the time you're my age, girl? <laughs> you're not that old either. You're not going to be able to tie your own shoes. I Damn. know. That's what I'm afraid of. Remember, I've said this Sophia all goals. the time. <laughs> I just want to be blissfully unaware of everything around me. <laughs> every day is a new day and every person you meet is new exactly i love surprises and my body is just giving me that surprises all the time <laughs> okay uh da, da, da. so after they changed it from liberty to la Tuda, there were several avalanches you know good old rock avalanches that killed people in 1927 so then the mining started to slowly decline because it was so safe so safe and then in 1968 they just closed it and now it's just haunted oh it's also on black hawk territory which i did not know i wonder i wonder if latuda is um uh, uh native something that's, that's a good now, that's yeah. a good thought because I know it's uh, some sort of, uh, it's well, it's a prescription for bipolar depression I was well, going to say so. that, too. Somehow that seems to fit with the white lady, too. It's true. Right? <laughs> Maybe Sorry, they knew that. about this before we did. And they're like, we will name our drug this. I'm dun, wondering dun, if dun. people did, because that's what the marketing <laughs> people do. They look up cool shit. Yeah, I looked up Latuda, and it just gives me the drug. Yeah. Even if you, like, go on YouTube to try and find videos and little documentaries you mostly just get the drugs so what i did find is that the reason why it was called liberty is because um the liberty fuel company the mining company that established the town is um i just said it sorry liberty fuel <laughs> company set up the town and so that's why it was liberty um because during this time when people were getting jobs in mining it was much like a lot of the industrial revolution factory workers where if you worked for a certain company they provided for all of your basic needs so they would have communities that are adjacent to the mining or whatever work you were doing kind of like how in south jordan now in salt lake county there's the daybreak for the kennecott workers at the kennecott mine it was the same thing so they had all the houses in the community and, and the company that set it up is the one that owned it. Whatnot. I, you're Shady fuckers. About, yeah, right? <laughs> so anyone out there, message us and let us know if you know how Latuda came about. Because we do not know. Unfortunately. Um, how far is the Black Hawk territory over there? I didn't even know there was a Black Hawk territory out there until I saw this. So the Black Hawk tribe is associated with Tippinogus. Which so makes sense because the Tippinogus Caves. Yeah. So it's in Utah County somewhere. I'm trying to figure out where and it's not. Oh, I mean, that gives us a general region. Yeah. Because I didn't even know that much. So there you go, Utah and other people. <laughs> Prior to it being settled for the mining town, between 700 and 1380, so way, way back in Utah's history, um, there was the Fremont people, the indigenous nation that lived in the area, too. Ah, that's, that's yeah. with the Mormons, which we will get into later. Yeah. Whole so other episode. Wonder, well, and, and you have to wonder, like, when the mining, you know, company came in, um, did they steal the land from, you know... I oh, mean, I'm sure. That, that, that's what white folks did. They came in they and they did, just took much. whatever. Yeah. 
genocide is like a normal thing to white people and it's weird um white ain't right it's true so in, well, in and this particular you know, and you kind of have to wonder if like there's you know power to the land yeah and, you know and like exactly. if, you know that I, I don't know i i i yeah anyway uh, up here in washington state i mean you know we definitely get into mm-hmm. you know um some some really you know horrible situations that happen to you know indigenous um tribes mm-hmm. and cultures here and it's just it's it's atrocious so anyway go absolutely on. um I don't remember what I was going to say anyway. I like that you brought that up, though, mm-hmm. because it's very true. And it always seems to come when you trace all the events, it always comes back to resources and trying to usurp the resources to make a profit. And that's the oh, thing yeah, that disturbs me the most yeah. yep. is that you're basically using people as currency in a way. Um, according to this article, this was saying that by 1380, the Fremont had abandoned their villages. So in the particular area in Utah, if there were Fremonts still living in that area, um, it wasn't like their main territory. It was probably just- Scattered. Yeah, like that's where originally they were settling and then they kind of scattered throughout the state as time went on. Um, But this was another indigenous tribe that was a mystery. They don't know why they left. They just kind of picked up and left, but they they found some very fascinating artifacts um they found uh pictographs and petroglyphs on the rocks um a lot of them had humanoid form formations and animal-like figures they also had cryptoidwalkers <laughs> yeah so it, it probably is a spiritually inclined place given that there were indigenous nations that lived there before um also I've mentioned this a couple times on this show, but again, because Utah was underwater at one point and it's rich in minerals and gems and all that jazz, those are conduits. So I'm in total agreement with True St. James that there's got to be something about the land itself. Absolutely. Well, and also, you know, like indigenous tribes, they didn't, um, they didn't just, they wouldn't just up and leave. Yeah. Unless, unless some resource was drained or some scary shit happened and they yes. were like, okay, we're going to get the fuck out of Dodge because there's some evil here. Mm-hmm. Right? Something ain't right down here in the sticks. Like, like they listened, they listened, <laughs> you know, unlike us fucking white folk that, you know, oh yeah, we're going to just, we're going to build them all. Somebody give me my Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, oh where's my Ouija? Yeah. I need that Ouija. I need to see. I don't believe, I don't believe them indigenous folks. <laughs> Tear, tear off cards. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it really Tourist. interesting? Isn't it really interesting that when um, we um, go to imitate white people, it's always white, from the a, south. <laughs> yes, a white, a white dumb person at southern. It's true. I'm actually inter, making fun of the sticks. They sound a lot alike, and there's a lot of like connection in terms of lineage and all that jazz. But uh, all right, we, I did the history. Now let's reel in the ghosty with Shoot. the mosty. We're not there yet. We're close. What else do we have? Well, I wanted to do our round table of what each of us heard because we were all like. Oh, so we each tell what we heard of how the white lady came to be. Yeah. Okay. So Mary, what, what, what is your interpretation of, of this shit? Um, Let's see if we can play matchies. Matchy match. You like it. <laughs> okay. So they all had different tales but there were things that i found in common so it was all um a woman who who ended up becoming single with a child 
because she was single and with a child, she was homeless and she ended up killing the child and then shortly after herself. And before she committed suicide, she was wearing a wedding dress or she was buried in her wedding dress. So those are the little facts that I picked up throughout all the different stories, but they varied. The most popular one that I found was that she was married to a minor. They had moved into the town that was set up by the fuel company. Um, he had died from some sort of health issue. She was not able to get compensation from the Liberty Fuel Company because he didn't die within the mind or doing work. So they took her home away from her because, again, they funded the town and the community. At the Shady time, fuckers. Right? Yeah. And this shit still happens today. Like, if you mm-hmm. live in a community or a unionized labor job, if you can't work the job anymore, they will kick you out of the community. It's really fucked up. They always have another one ready to go right in. Yep, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. Labor camp, labor <laughs> camp. <laughs> yep. So because she was homeless and she didn't, she was a woman and this was the early 1900s and right before the fall of the economy, um, she didn't have a way to take care of herself and her child. So she ended up killing herself and her child. Um, there were a couple different versions of how she killed her child. One of them was she drowned it in her own bathtub. One of them was that she took it down to the local river and drowned it there. But she ended up hanging herself at the uh, mining company's office as if to make a statement. And that was something that was um, consistent through all the stories. Uh And since the hanging, that's what everyone sees in Latuta now, is that apparition of her, not necessarily hanging, but the outfit she was wearing, the white dress that she was wearing. Because she's the white lady of La Tuda. So my my research, yes. my research. So I reached out to a I I, re, I reached out to a friend who's an attorney, um, mm-hmm. and I kind of um, I asked about um, union practices and stuff in the early 1900s because you know when you're in law school you have to do you know yeah. you have to go back and, and you know learn some shit. Mm-hmm. And um, she she absolutely said that. Um, because, you know, I kind of, I gave her the Cliffsnose version of the story. And she basically said that, um, um, no, a, um, you know, he, because I, I read different versions where, you know, he died the mine, there was a tragedy, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, and she said, no, you know, if he would have died while he was, um, and the mine was directly responsible, like such as, you know, a collapse or something, mm-hmm. then she would have been compensated. Right. But then I also read that um, he died of a... Um, mouth a tooth abscess mm-hmm. and and he died um but it didn't specify if it was in the mine out of the mine but then um that way that um the mining company would know would not you know require you know like hey sorry we're not liable get the fuck right. out and then that she um took her child down to the river you know drowned her and then um she went and she hung herself and that she was hanging for several hours mm-hmm. and they didn't even notice until her, the wind started knocking her, you know, boots against the, you know, and I'm like, okay, if there was a dead body yeah, in front of my office building, I, I think I would know. I don't know. I right. mean, you know, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> well, so, and, and it kind of, so I don't know if you, if you saw the movie, um, the, uh, Yarona, um, and some people say La, La Llorona. Yeah. Um, and again, <laughs> My Llorona. Yeah. Yeah. My okay, sorry. yeah. So where where I'm from, it's predominantly um, a Hispanic um, culture. Yes. Yeah. And um, everybody was warned about the Llorona because she would go and she would, 
you know, snatch you up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the thing is, is it, is it, and, you know, a folktale to kind of, you know, get kids to come in and, you know, mind their shit, like, oh, the Yorona is going to get you. Mm -hmm. Because, and, and in a neighboring town, there was like, you could call, you know, um, um, this number and it was, um, I'm trying to remember. I I know the last four like spelled out hell Mm -hmm. and it would, um, click onto this machine and would go ah like over and over and over <laughs> disturbing loop <laughs> yeah like and I was like what the f-? I, you know of course when you're a little kid you're like oh my god this is real you know <laughs> yeah. yeah so I mean you know I, I don't know I mean and then there was some guy named Cla- Claude Lambert mm-hmm who lived um, in one of the stone homes, apparently worked with the husband and also knew the wife. So according to this Claude Lambert person, you know, she truly existed and, and it's a true story. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also um, the mining um, offices were bombed in the 1970s Mm -hmm. and and by a group of people and one of the culprits came came forward and said that he was the son yes. of the white lady yes i would bomb the place too so where 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 was where was he but where was that he was my story? question yeah because he's supposedly only, in the river yeah and not only that but you would be in your 60s at that point because you would have been born before 1920 so you exactly. would have been in your 50s mm-hmm. or 60s Additionally, most of the stories I found said that she had a daughter. So I'm inclined to not believe she had a son. Mm -hmm. Um, The blowing up did happen. The version I saw was that they were, they were like kids or young adults, whatever, drinking near the office. And they started to tell the story about the white lady. And one of the men in the group got really jarred and triggered. And then later on went and blew up the building. See that, ladies and gentlemen, that's why you don't drink Jaeger. (laughs) <laughs> I can attest to that. I mean, I do I, like Jaeger, but I call it cuckoo juice for a reason. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Liquid licorice. Accurate. Well, and then also, like, okay, there were, there were, you know, um, like, was a hanging, and then somebody said that there was um, a car accident, and of course, wow. there are no records. There's no records, and there's no, you know, actual names that these people existed. Like, right, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I personally would think that this Claude, Claude Lambert truly knew the husband. And then um, he also knew the, um, he knew the husband and he knew the wife. Um, and that happened. Wouldn't you remember? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you go, oh yeah, that was, that was, you know, um, Tina McKenzie. Right. And yes, like, you know, you would remember that shit not go, oh, I can't recall their names. I agree. No, that's just my two cents. No, I, I agree. I think I think your opinion's very solid. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing my research, I mean, you know, I, I'm a believer. I'm a, I'm a believer, but I'm a skeptic first. I think you need to be a skeptic though, because you don't want to just believe blindly everything. I like to narrow things down a little bit first. What did you find in your research, Kara? I I, I want to know what you found. So. The same about the hanging, but I also found another one that people get mixed up and confused for the white lady story. But this one also happened, and they have photos. Of, I'll have to find all these photos and post them on the Instagram when we release this podcast. But um, 
So there was this lady and she had her kids in the car and she was going down the street of the mountain where it's like pretty much just steep cliff and then down below it is the general store or whatever for Latuda. She went off of the cliff and hit into the store and landed in the bakery and then she died I think a few hours later. But they keep mixing up that that's the white lady. Oh yeah, gotcha. So that's where the car. She landed in a bakery and she was covered in flour. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god! I just said that. That's so fucked up. I'm going to hell, bitch. Stay out of my house. I sage. I've got evil eyes. But wait a minute. If she not become visited me tonight. But if she's haunting you, does that mean she leaves little like trail dust of like flour? <gasps> Is that how you find her? Oh, you I would oh die. My God. Now you are gonna join me. You are you are gonna join me in hell. That was hilarious. <laughs> like it's like the little elf 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 tracks. But what, but did did no one else see paranormal activity? What if it's that shit where she just like leaves like you know <laughs> like <laughs> invisible footprints that are like dusted around with just the flour? <laughs> Oh my God, Carrie, you got to stay away from her. She's not gluten-free. I know. I would die immediately. (laughs) Somebody get her some holy water. My throat would close up so fast. I'd sound like the greased up deaf guy and then die. (sighs) It's good to be back, Latuna. Are you really that allergic to gluten? Yeah. It's pretty bad. I have to hold my breath when I go like down the baking aisle. Really? uh Uh-huh. And um, you poor thing, what do you you get to eat cardboard? I know. Yeah, I feel so bad for her. Yeah, I was also for a long time first as vegetarian and then I was vegan and then found out I had celiac. And then <laughs> then I was a, a gluten free vegan and that was expensive. And all I could eat was rabbit food, <laughs> not even actual rabbit food, just salads. Oh, there's oh, more boy. options nowadays. It, yeah. Yeah, it's better than you know being sick all the time. Oh, I just, I just, I just want to put you into my bosom. <laughs> it's I okay. want to see this. I want a picture of, <laughs> of true Saint James with her amazing bosom, with like just coddling Kira's head. It's yes, just... my 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 gigantic bosoms that are made out of pantyhose <laughs> and rice. What are we listening to while we're summoning the White Lady of Latuda? While we're trying to. Uh, uh, coax the bula of Latuda. That joke's not getting old. Oh my god, she is gonna think. she is gonna bitch slap you for the bula of Latuda. I'm just telling you. Come right at now. me, I'm white lady. Go, we already got a skinwalker. Come at me. Just wait till oh she my gets god, to her car. She is coming for you. Oh my god. Just not in the house, it. okay? We got enough weird <laughs> things in this house. We don't need more. But we have Batman now. We'll be fine. We will oh have. my god because <laughs> i am batman okay so i i don't know i don't know about the listeners but okay so um adam hurst okay mm-hmm. is uh because kira told me to to uh like choose you know some people yes um for a music list of course yes okay so um adam hurst okay he plays a cello um, he's available on, you know, Amazon, Apple, you know, all, all of the things. And you can, um, even on YouTube, um, he's an amazing celloist and, and it's celloist, a cellist. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. Um, <laughs> that's no, me all the time. celloist. Just his, go with it. <laughs> his, 
his music, his, I'm bad. I'm inventing words. Like, Welcome like, to our show. Um, I've infected it's, you. It's infectious. <laughs> we need, we need a, yeah, we need our own dictionary and encyclopedia. Um, but I love his music because it has kind of a macabre twist to it. Um, and I really, really enjoy that. Um, also, um, I listen to him at least once or twice a week. And then also Lorena McKennett. Yeah. Um, she's a Wait, she's a absolutely singer, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's um mo- she's most well known for the Mummer's yes, Dance. Yes, I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Um she is um she I I listen to her every morning. I I get up and I um diffuse um a lovely blend of essential oils and I have my coffee and I just I kind of I'm not a morning person. I'm a slow hatcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I get up really, really early, like I, I still, I still have to kind of, you know, I, you I, have to I prepare yourself. slowly and then, <laughs> yes, yes. I like I'm just, that. I'm, yeah, I'm going to use I that. I to prepare myself for the day. <laughs> and then um, there's a song that I absolutely adore. It's called Feel Me by Mecca Kalani. Um, just absolutely, I mean, it's, it's very slow, it's very intimate and it's just, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and then when I'm feeling angsty or if I'm in a fucking mood, I listen to the Hellbilly album by, um, Rob Zombie. <laughs> yes, good choice. Again, Rob, I, and, making an appearance. <laughs> I mean, I, there's, there's just something about the beat and it just, you know, fucking, it gets me like, Arr. it's true. <laughs> all right mary what you listening to so we, since we were talking about a particular haunting i tried to do a ghost theme so my playlist is going to be first of all the ghost on the shore by lord huron which is a folk band and this song personally makes me cry it reminds me of my dad but it talks about um a ghost being born on the shore of like a ocean or a lake and wanting to return back there after he passes away. So since the Bulag Latuda is kind of forced there in Carbon County next to my kin, you get to be the ghost on the desert shore. So number two, I have a cover. I'm trying not to snort. I'm so, I'm so trying not to snort. Just let it out. Just let it out. Don't hold anything back. Just let it all out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> we don't hold back much around here. So I have a cover <laughs> of The Hanging Garden by AFI because the Bula hung herself. <laughs> and then I have the original Hanging Garden by The Cure. There's a song called Ghost by a long lost punk band called Dag Nasty. That's right. I've heard that. I've actually, I've actually heard that. I'm the only one that has heard this. Um, And then I have Dead Souls, which is a cover by Nine Inch Nails, and it's featured on the Crow soundtrack. And then the original. I had sex to that song. (laughs) I want to have sex with the drums on that song. It's so good. There are two drums tracks. Just the drums. Just the drums, man. The, the snare, the hi hat, or the Specifically the toms, the center of the drums, the, the tom drums. Oh God, it's so sexy. <laughs> Love that song. Beautiful. The original one, uh, "Dead Souls," is by Joy Division. Not as sexy. I knew but you, you were going to probably could that. still have sex to it. <laughs> Mine is all over the place. 
I was trying to be very. Oh, I, I I forgot I forgot to mention Tori Amos. I don't know oh, if you two like, like I love her. Tori. Yeah, well, I almost put her on my list. She's she's got a very witchy like spooky quality. She, she yes. really does. She really does. Number seven, I have Easy Target by Blink One Eighty Two because of the boo laws coming for you. You got to be an easy target, right? <laughs> oh my god. Um, Mary, are you saying you're easy? Maybe <laughs> you keep hinting at it. It depends lately. on who's ax- asking. <laughs> and axing, by the way, I want to get killed. Axing, so you can become I'm, a white. I'm lady. not saying nothing to nobody. <laughs> um, number eight, I have Little Ghosts by The White Stripes. I didn't even think I about have that. number nine as if you if you have Ghosts by the band Ghosts, <laughs> double zinger there. And then, because we're gonna slip that, into is our that what silver they call box, a double <laughs> we, we I have it. the main titles from Beetlejuice by Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. <laughs> what Beautiful. are you listening to, Kira? So I spun my list a whole other way. I was thinking as if I was reading this or watching it in a movie. This, I dig it. What's a scorned woman. So the first one's Avatar, Bloody Angel. It's all over the place, by the way. <laughs> You'll go from metal to pop. But you already got me captivated, <laughs> captivated with the first song. With, all right, the next one. We're going to go with Davy Suicide. Torture me. <laughs> I saw him the other night. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> okay, and now I am also going into a ghost song. Hunter's Moon. You heard that one? No, that was on the list though that I was looking at ghost songs. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. And then I'll follow that up with Lacuna Coils, The Ghost Woman and the Hunter. Yes. I probably should have said that one first, and then the no, Hunter's Moon. Oh, I, I'm really surprised. Like, de- you know, you're she's a devil woman. Da, 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 da. Like, I'm really surprised that, that I didn't think of that either. Damn it. <laughs> now we'll just have that on later i'm I'm thinking about all of these amazing songs now Uh uh-huh it always happens to us after we're like oh we should have added this curses curses (laughs) so now i'm gonna get into some christina aguilera my heart my my heart is a haunted house it's so catchy it's from the adams family i like it oh my god it's a good song (laughs) it's so catchy all right and then we're gonna go into some new year's day poltergeist and then bringing out the Beyonce with Haunted. And yes. I'm going to reel it in with some Otep Ghost Flowers. Ooh, good choice. So it's all over the place. But you still kept this spiritual apparition mm-hmm. ghosty feel. I told the story right there. You did. It was a good story. It was engaging. <laughs> Much more engaging than actual folklore of the Bula. <laughs> <laughs> Telling I you, I'm telling you, she's gonna be stand, she's gonna be standing at the foot of your bed. Girl, I'm gonna market this ass. shit. You don't even know. My witchy ass gonna put this shit in a bag and be like, "You can be cursed by the bula too. Just take one of these necklaces." <laughs> I just don't want it here. Buy it on Etsy. <laughs> People will buy it if you say it's haunted. Bitch, here's my Etsy side. I got a whole bunch of stuff for you. If you guys were a ghost, what would you guys look like, and what color of a ghost would you be? I would definitely be that uh, translucent white and like uh, blue color. 
you know, like kind of like water. Oh. And I would probably look like Casper. Do I have to choose? That's not, that's like wearing one outfit. <laughs> you can it can change on your day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, she's she's gonna be playing with Christina Ritchie in a haunted <laughs> fucking castle. Uh huh. I would definitely let her be my. Look bestie. at how friendly she is. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, lift friendly. me up. I just need to dust that chandelier. We got a party coming later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why dust it? It makes it more fun that way. If you leave it as is. Some of my human friends have allergies. Kara. They can't. Oh my God. In my house. I, that is absolutely. <laughs> Oh, Some of my human friends have allergies. You're as too opposed friendly. to the demons, as opposed to the werewolves, as opposed to the vampires. I have to invite the humans to appease my monster friends. Come on, guys. You're such an equal opportunist. I love it. Are you going to try and hook them up, like play matchmaker? Maybe if Not someone finds out if I have rabies first. <laughs> exactly. Find me a fine, catch me a catch. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, you know, choosing one. I don't know. I think it would be like my like I would be a mood ghost, like a mood ring, I depending like on my it. mood. I like it. Yeah, like I'd be pissed off. Like one day, like oh, girl, <laughs> I, I I woke up on the wrong side of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Would you also be shaped like a mood ring? Like, you know how some of them are oval and some of them are hearts and some of them are diamonds? Would you also have a shape? You know, again, like, uh, it depends on your mood. Like, you know, constantly evolving. And also, what shape am I going to take? Like a clown to scare the shit out of my cousin Kira like when I come visit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would be very uncomfortable, that's for Whatever sure. Whatever you dress up like, you have to have a unibrow too. No, no unibrows. Oh. oh, and by the way, so, and, and regarding your clown podcast, okay, when you guys were talking about Tim Curry and um, Skarsgård. Uh-huh. So, like, Pennywise, okay, so the movie that came out, I don't know if you, either one of you read the book? I have I not. No, not yet. So uh, the latest movie is closer to the book. That's and what I the heard. Miniseries, and the, the original with Tim Curry was like a miniseries on TV. And of course they couldn't, you know, do all the That's true. crazy shit. And there's actually in the book, there's an orgy scene mm-hmm. with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, yeah, they, they, yeah, cut that out. Yeah, I read <laughs> but that in yes, article. I agree. So the Skarsgård brothers, fucking hot Yes. And, I, yeah. and I'm sorry. And, and I'm sorry, Alexander Skarsgård, um, Eric in True Blood. Uh-huh. Yes, honey. Uh-huh. Yes, honey. Bite me, honey. Bite me, honey. Keep saying honey. I'll draw honey. you an outline <laughs> and a map and GPS coordinates, baby. Come on. <laughs> They're a good looking family for sure. Yup. Damn. Ooh, give me a tingle. So, do you do you know what haunts me, ladies? What? Sexy men like our silver fox. Mm-hmm. Oh, true Saint James. <laughs> no, I, who's our silver fox this week? Um, Michael fucking Keaton. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a he's a non gravelly Batman that doesn't have the lips. <laughs> <laughs> The best man that you could believe would actually save God. <laughs> I just, I could not, I don't know. Like, 
I just I couldn't deal with Christian Bale as Batman because of the lispy thing. And Thank the, you. I mean, Again, you're just looking at him. (laughs) No offense, no offense to anybody who has a speech impediment. I just, I found it distracting. And um, I was kind of happy when, um, first of all, Tom Hardy, like, I mean, (laughs) I I would not, the only reason why I would kick that man out of bed is because it would be better on the floor. Um, But I mean, I was kind of happy when he, you know, kind of beat Batman's ass a little bit. And I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big Batman franchise fan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't necessarily agree with um, the George Clooney. Yeah. I thought that um, I thought Val Kilmer did okay, um, but the George Clooney thing, and then you know, the nipples on the bat suit. I know. forgot about that. Thank you. Should have done that. Well, so Joel Joel Schumacher is a big old Hollywood queen director. Okay. And yeah, you know. Now I understand. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. And you know, I I thought Chris O'Donnell as Robert was Robin was hot because he had a cute face. What happened to him? He just like disappeared off the planet. No, he's been on um, NCIS. I don't oh, fucking NCIS St. Louis. I don't that's know. NCIS San Pedro. I don't. One of those. I yes. I He's agree with has you. like nineteen children. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of kids. I totally there. agree with I, you about the <laughs> Batman. I'm glad that I'm not the only one that felt that way. I just even Michael him. Keaton to this day has something. Oh, Ben Affleck's not a bad Batman either. Yeah, he's. he's and I'm sorry nice. that nudie shot in. Um, gone. What what was the movie? Gone Baby, Gone Girl, Gone Girl. Yeah, where where he shower scene and you just got the <laughs> yeah. of his big old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot so about that. No mm-hmm. Are you talking no about the front loves mm-hmm. or the back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the front. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mr. Keaton isn't jealous. Let's do some googling of his young self. Uh, he's also in Beetlejuice. How could we he forget? Is. He's the ghost with the most. He's in so many things. He is. What's your favorite movies that? Blah, blah, blah. What are your guys' favorite movie that he's in? Well, I mean, I I have to go with Batman, Beetlejuice. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I loved him as Mr. Mom, but you know, you guys, you were probably Ovums at that point. So, um, I do like that Keaton does have the intense eyebrows, like. Uh, True St. James was mentioning with his makeup, how mm-hmm. he does the, what the fuck you looking at? He has that on both of his eyebrows, and I've always found that attractive. Well, and the picture we have. He's, he's got a nice, intense thing, yeah. He yeah. does. He also uh. aged very well. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised at how he aged. Yeah. I expected him to be a lot more wrinkly. You know, like a leather bag, a little bit. <laughs> a satchel, a leather a satchel. satchel. Well, you know, honestly, you know, in Hollywood, I mean, some some people, if they, you know, lead hard lives and they use a lot of, you know, substances and stuff, they don't age well. Like, and you know, also like if they don't stay out of the sun, they end up Very looking true. like a wrinkly, you know, leather saddle. <laughs> and you know, you just want to go, oh, sweetie, let's, you know, put some coconut oil on you, and ooh. <laughs> Uh, you know they they look like every time they move like they creak like, oh. that's how i like feel like the some fabric of their skin walk. is ripping yes it's like rice paper like rice paper yeah yeah he's he's still aged well 
did. He's going to be in the new Flash movie. Really? See that I didn't yes. know. Now I got awesome. <laughs> and and in in his original Batman suit as well. <gasps> oh, that makes me excited. Yeah, I see that. And I don't know if either one of you are excited for the new uh, with Batman and Robert Pattinson. I'm a little nervous, but I'm optimistic. I am in the same boat because I could see it going good, but I could also see being disappointed. I have mixed feelings well, about Kristen Robert Stewart. Pattinson. Well, Kristen Stewart, you know, I mean, because they dated, that's a segue. Um, <laughs> I'm not just pulling shit out of my ass. But um, Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart uh, you know, in the Spencer, where she plays Diana. Oh. And I'm... You know, because it's my husband hates her with the fire of a thousand suns. Like he, he <laughs> thinks she's the worst actress ever. Is it because she doesn't and, have much facial expressions? She's like three. There's, there, there's something like to me, like her body language is very stiff, and like it I don't is. think she emotes well. Like yeah, I, that's it's true. Not very convincing. She yeah. has a surprise I, I look where she takes open her mouth, and you can see all of her uneven teeth, and she's like, uh, 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 like that's what she does. But I, um, so I guess she worked very, very hard on this role in Spencer and, um, you know, they've, they've shown some, um, sneak peek, you know, where she says like one line and I mean, she does sound like Diana. So I'm kind of excited to see, um, Hmm. you know, I, I don't root for anybody to, you know, fail. I mean, you know, yeah, but sometimes they just can't help themselves because they (laughs) suck. I'm more curious to know why (laughs) Batman is like the dark defense against the dark arts teacher for like the for like the superhero world. Like, why can't they find a permanent Batman? (laughs) Come here, Potter. What are you doing? I mean, I'm not wrong because now they got Pattinson. Like, oh, Pattinson. (laughs) Hey, he's sexy but he looks like he's sexy but he looks like he smells like bo pimento <gasps> and vodka yes he really does maybe maybe with now a side maybe with a side car of schlitz i can't unsee that now when i look at him like you're welcome now you're so welcome <laughs> yep the thing i have like my problem with him is that he has the square head and the square jawline which i like but then you see his profile and it's impeccably flat compared to how square his head is. So it almost looks like someone smacked him in the face with a shovel. So I call him shovel face. Shovel oh my God. <laughs> like looks it, like it, got hit. it looks like it got hit in the face with a bag of nickels. <laughs> what else do we want to say on this episode? Um, do you want to plug any of your socials yes, or anything like that? Me true. Um, yeah, you can you can reach um, me on um uh well actually you know just the the therapy um it's like therapy but the T because we're serving you the T the gossip um, on social media and then um yeah true saint and it's true S A I N T not S T um James. Like I'm, I'm a fucking saint, y'all. <laughs> Woo! And that, and that's that's how you can reach me. But yeah, our our therapy podcast um, with Jade and the Queen, because you know, gotta have a queen to be the be in the title. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and you should tell our listeners what your podcast is about, so then they'll know what they're slightly getting into. 
Um, basically, we cover um, all LGBTQIA plus and BIPOC issues. We make sure that, um, you know, I mean, we, we bring um, levity to, you know, um, certain situations. Um, Jade and I have both had a lot of life experience and we've come out on the other side and we just kind of want to, um, you know, be there and show, um, you know, people that, you know, they're, they're, is another side because, you know, life is really, really hard as it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, on our, on our podcast, we talk about, um, you know, current events and kind of, you know, we kind of get into the dish and um, get, um, you know, sassy and catty, kind of like the three of us has, have been doing for the past, <laughs> you know, few hours. Right. Um, but, you know, and we, I don't know, we, we also want to make it, you know, very responsible and, you know, we encourage people to, you know, um, to, um, self, self-care, um, mental health, um, you know, and we kind of evaluate, we like a lot of documentaries and we kind of dissect stuff and, you know, Jade's, Jade's the, um, amazing therapist and, um, yeah, we, we get her expertise and, you know, I took enough psych classes that I'm, I'm pretty dangerous too. So you sound dangerous. Double threat. Point that out right now. <laughs> Super dangerous. Oh, sweetie, piss me off. <laughs> So we got the double O ho and the double O danger. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's in our blood. <laughs> it's a family thing, but I, in a creepy way. I think it's great. So I think you all should check it out. Yes, definitely. We need more of that in our lives. Yes, we're available. Um, it's available on Spotify. It's on um, Amazon Music. Um, and then we also have our RSS at our RSS feed that you can um, add to anywhere where you listen to um, your imported podcasts and every episode, every new episode will just pop up. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us. True St. James. It has been a pleasure yeah. to welcome you again. And all of our listeners need to check out his podcast. There which is T H E R A. T-E-A. You can find them on Instagram and Podbean. So if you are listening to us on Podbean, you can turn around and search for them and listen to their awesome show as well. So Mary. Yes, Kara. Where can they find us? Our listeners can find us at 801-HORROR-0-CCULT on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And if they are so bold as to email us, they may do so (laughs) at 801-HORROR-0-CCULT horrorcultvixvix at gmail.com. So make sure you follow us, make sure you interact with us, and make sure you keep listening to us. And spread us like the plague. Like the COVID. (laughs) The COVID plague. Thanks for joining us again today, listeners, and our special guest. Hopefully, Hopefully you'll join us again next week. What are we talking about next week, Mary? Next week, Kira, we have crazy creatures of the cryptoid kind. Like? Like the Bigfoot. What else? And the Loch Ness. And the Mormon. <laughs> the Jack Mormon. The more rare of the Mormon kind. The German. The German. <laughs> so like German Mormon. The Wendigo, which we've mentioned before. What about um, the Utah version of Nessie? Great Salt Lake dinosaur? No, it's not in the Great Salt Lake, actually. Is it Bear Lake? I think it's Bear Lake. Okay. I know I read something about that, but... Yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah, Bear Lake. And I know.